Welcome to this Grandma's Life podcast. I'm your host, Thesia Ellis. Get ready to laugh, learn, and grow with me as we explore growing old in an ever-changing world. Today is August 26, 2023. This is episode 45, a small but important victory. First of all, I'm going to try to do this. I've got my dog behind me, my big dog that's getting out in out of the heat. And, but the, and the only problem with that is, is I have to turn off the air conditioner to, to do this podcast because it makes too much noise. And I do have a fan that's blowing on me right now, but it's not blowing on him. And he's not going to understand why I turned off the, the air conditioner. And we may not get through this podcast before that turns into an issue, but we'll find out. All right. Farm happenings. Let's get started on that. Okay, today it's not been too bad. It's I think the high, I think our heat index is only like 112 today, something. It's been, and and well, maybe not even that. Now that I think about it, because but we've had some really major heat, even even when it doesn't get above 100 degrees in actual temperature, the heat index has gotten up to 122 degrees, and and. Uh, I think yesterday was 102 actual temperature and the heat index was like 117, something like that. So it's been really hot, very humid, very difficult to to function in and work. And and uh, and I get up early in the morning, and try to get get out and before it gets way too hot. But and even but even when we do the evening chores, it's still very hot. The, the we even with the sun in the process of going down, the heat index is still well over a hundred frequently. So yeah, it's been, a, it's been a pretty hot stretch. In fact, I was so heartbroken, so heartbroken. Um, I got those baby chicks. I don't know if you saw my, on my, one of my videos recently, I got a whole batch of baby chicks. So I can have something for next, um, next laying season. And, uh, it, there was no heat lamp on or anything and there was they had water but every one of them died i go out to do the evening chores and they had just they just killed over and i have to admit i was really really upset and kind of kind of devastated with that honestly but i mean i understand things like that happen we when you're on a homestead you have losses on a regular basis anyway i mean not regular basis but enough to that you think after a while you would would adapt more easily i guess i don't know but all i know is there was 26 little baby chicks that that morning were really nice and looking good that afternoon was still looking pretty decent and then that evening they were gone every last one of them were gone and i don't know i don't know what the deal was because it's not like they were in in direct direct sunlight or anything like that i just uh, i don't i don't know and like i said they had water it was just it was just too much for them um there were I, I go to most of Kenzie's softball games when when she's playing I go to all of them but she hurt her knee a couple weeks ago so I've only been going to home games and it was so hot that they had a junior high game before uh, the high school game and uh, what the catcher after the game was over for the junior high she she uh, apparently passed out they took her to back into the uh, a cool room was trying to cool her down and hydrate her and stuff and and she continued to deteriorate where she turned gray and even started foaming at the mouth which is indicative of someone about to go into cardiac arrest and and i was talking to one of the ladies afterward who had attended to her and they said that her her pulse was pretty thready but uh so she had definitely suffered a heat stroke that's no fun at all and uh she did recover she's recovering nicely they put her took her to the took vitamins to the hospital and uh, she was able to go home the next day and i was really grateful for that 
because the very next day after that same day or during that same time, uh, I guess in a town nearby where we were, another girl went down with heat stroke too. So, but, and then uh, as far as I know that she's fine also too. So yeah, it's been, it's been difficult. It's been hard. Okay. I mentioned that Kenzie and I had, a uh, well, okay. Kenzie had hurt her knee and, uh, I've been having some trouble with my Achilles tendons and, and, and my left knee and, you know, just several things going on with me too. So I scheduled us to have our physical therapy at the same time. And at first I thought, well, that's going to be, that's a good idea because we can, it's one less trip to town and all that other stuff. But I, I, on hindsight, I should have scheduled them separately because I want to be there. To, I should have been there to listen to exactly what was going on with Kinsey while she was doing her physical therapy. So I could, you know, guide her and stuff. I mean, she's doing all right anyway, but when I'm supposed to be be a grandma and be there to make sure she's doing that, I'm I'm going through my own personal uh, torture. <laughs> but you know what? I liked both physical therapists. I like what the lady did for Kinsey, and um, she's definitely improving. And she wasn't for a while. She was she was not getting better at all. But now that she knows what to do to what what to exercise what the issues are and how to combat it. She's actually recovering quite nicely now. And I'm glad for that. And, uh, I'm kind of, I'm better. I, I, my, my injuries apparently are a lot older and more terrible and it might, I may never recover from mine. I was a little surprised. I think I had mentioned it last time that the doctor had said that I had had, uh, that he could tell that I'd had plantar fasciitis and it was really bad, but I, I didn't understand why. So I asked the physical therapist and she goes, Oh, well, I looked at the x-rays and she goes, you've got calcification all through your feet. And I went, Oh, and you know, calcification shows up in x-rays. And if you look at my x-rays, there's a lot of calcification all through my feet. It's kind of a trip. So yeah, mine, I may never get over mine, but at least I'm learning to. Oh, the other thing she told me that was kind of an interesting issue too was, um, she goes, Oh, we need to strengthen your calves. I'm going, what? I, or do you know, or do you see who you're looking at? I mean, I'm, I'm a, I'm old, but I'm a powerful old woman. But then she starts poking around on my left calf. And you know what? I had been walking so improperly for so long on that leg that there was a, there was a muscle in my leg that was not working right and causing my, me problems. And that's what's making my knee swell up. And by the end of the day, the whole leg, I'm thinking, all right, all right. So I've been doing her physical therapy even at home and stuff like that, because I want to get, you know, because that's what we're supposed to do for one thing, but I've been, I want to get better. Kenzie wants to get better. So we are doing our physical therapy. Um, Tom, uh, that day that the, that the girls got hurt and on softball, Tom came home. He didn't go to the softball game that evening because he was having another, another episode with, with uh, heat exhaustion. And uh, I, I worry about him. Uh, he had some heat exhaustion whenever we lost our, uh, we had a water leak a few weeks ago and the work he does puts him in hot laundry rooms while he's working on the washrooms and dryers and stuff. And uh, he is another one of those things that he was literally exhausted and couldn't do anything for, he didn't go to work the next day. So he's recovering. He's doing pretty good right now. I don't know if he's hundred percent yet, but it's, it's hard to tell when, if he's ever a hundred percent. And so uh, I did do, um, I was out working the other day trying to get some stuff done and I did see found one of my ducks. It was one, it was a duck. I shouldn't have kept her cause I do Pekin ducks. And, uh, so it's just a plain, you know, like the Aflac, uh, plain white, big ducks. 
And um, I don't know what happened two or three years ago. Uh, a, a a duck, a wild duck, apparently uh, got in and and uh, <laughs> got hold of one of my Pekin ducks. And this is and she was so cute. It was just uh, she was black. She was spotted black and white. And I had hatched her, and there was she just caught my heart because she the when she right after she was hatched, she's looking at me like, "Hey, are you my mom?" And it, it caught my heart, so I've kept her. And 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 the only reason that's a problem is is because she was a female, and I needed to get uh, if I want to do just peeking ducks, you know, that's a mixed breed that you can't. When I'm selling ducklings, you can't sell them. But I found her dead the other day uh, out in the heat or whatever. She was hiding in the grass and. I didn't see any evidence of of uh, predator or anything, but she had been dead for a little bit. So I found her, but you know what? I got, when I hatched some eggs earlier this year, if you look at my videos, you can see I've got another one that's black and white spots. And I think, and she's a female also, I believe. So I don't know. I like those birds. I don't know, but, but I did find her and that's kind of a, kind of a bummer. My three things today is start some eggs in incubator. I'm thinking, okay, I don't have enough. I really don't have enough eggs to service my customers right now. I'm already having to turn some down, but you know what? I'm going to take two dozen and I'm going to start some eggs anyway. And I, I wanted to, like I said, I wanted 25 a uh, chickens. And if I do two dozen, that means I probably end up with 12 girls, you know, to four layers for next season. And I'm going to have a bunch of roosters again, but that's the way it is. But I did. I started my, I started 12, 24 eggs in the incubator this morning. I was going to mow in the vineyard. That was another of my three things. And uh, actually Tom said he wanted to do some mowing. I thought you would go right ahead. I don't want to, I don't, I don't, I don't need to mow anyway. So uh, he did some mowing this morning while I made some breakfast. So it's, even though it was one of my three things, I didn't do it. Uh, and uh, then tonight I've got a level up meeting. Uh, I really enjoy these level up meetings. Um, there's a, it's like a, a book book thing. We re, we read a book that's uh, uh, helpful to help us move forward in, in everything. And uh, then what we're on, we were doing on Thursday nights, but, but tonight we're going to be doing it on Saturday night. Uh, some of us, the schedule is better. It's better for me. So that's what I'm going to be doing tonight is a level up meeting. So of my three things, I did start to make uh, eggs incubating. I will be doing a level up meeting, I believe. And I did not mow. What I'm reading is The Happiness Advantage by Sean Acor. This was written in 2010. And this particular chapter is called Discovering the Happiness Advantage, I believe. And there's just, just a short piece. This one is on page 24. It says, happiness is not the belief that we don't need to change. It's the realization that we can. And that's the only thing in that whole section that struck me. But I like it. And I had marked it because often... We are happiest when we think things are as they should be and and are unhappy when we suddenly remember things that some things that need to change, including ourselves, you know. So but we always need to be changing. We need to be always need to be growing. We always need to be doing this stuff and knowing that we always can change should make us happy, too. So that's part of what I was reading on that one. And that's all for that part today. Uh, what I'm listening to is. Uh, the 10x rule by Grant Cardone. I'm going. This is my second time through. He's a pistol. He's um, powerful. Powerful. He's like a bull 
gonna he's gonna get through. It reminds me of the old book. Uh, it's a it's kind of almost a kids book, but it's not really. It's a I think that was like the rhinoceros challenge book or something like that. It's a, a fairly short book, but it's saying that just charge like a rhinoceros wherever you're going. You know that's kind of what it reminds me of. And so that's what I was listening to. I'm still listening to it uh, I, on my second learning on that one. Um, other things I'm learning. Oh, I don't know. I want to talk about this, but then at the same time, I don't. I, I'm learning that they're wanting to bring back. They have already brought back mass mandates at Lionsgate Industry. They're still at colleges or once you have a vaccination and they're thinking about bringing back masks. On, in other areas, too, they're, you know, because there's another uh, variant going around. Guys. <clears throat> we are Americans. If you want to wear a mask, wear a mask. If you don't want to wear a mask, don't wear one. That's why that's my philosophy big time. We are supposed to be freedom loving Americans. You do you, let me do me. Don't make me do what you do. And if you know anything about me at all, I absolutely abhor mask and and I, I i struggle because even the science is showing that it doesn't do anything to keep you from from getting this coronavirus i keep my blood pressure under control <laughs> this really is something that bothers me but my main thing i want to say to you guys remember that this is america remember what this country was based upon based upon the freedoms to do us, to be us, to be able to do what we can do in our lives. This, this is not a, a caste system like in India where you were born poor, you're going to stay poor. This is, and if you're not, you're not, you know, and uh, we're not, we're turning into a socialist country, but we're, we are going through some wicked changes. And I think my heart stresses so hard, guys, we need to be free. We need to be able to free to make our own choices. We need to be free to do our own thing. And whether it's for a vaccination, whether it's for a mask, whether it's for a job, whether it's for whatever, this is America, guys, and we need to be fighting to get back our country. That's all I all I can say. And the only way we can do that is to stand up for our own particular freedoms. I was completely anti-political until I was told I had to wear a mask. And I have become a lot more political than I want to be because you took away when, when you make a mandate, you took away my freedom. You took away my ability to work, to breathe. You did had no, even when there was no actual science to back it up, you were going to force me to wear a mask or I can't go in there and do what you need, what you, uh, I can't do business with you or I can't go someplace where my kid couldn't go to school because, uh, because she had to wear a mask and, uh, it, that that's just wrong. That is wrong, 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 wrong. And I won't lie, I struggle with looking at people wearing masks. I you know, and once on my face, I'm saying it'll be you, do you, you, and stuff like that. And I try to abide by that feeling, but I have to admit, I have such a such a, a hatred of the whole concept of the mask. And and if you know anything about me at all, it's probably a PTSD issue, which really pissed me off too, because I thought I was over that issue, but apparently I'm not after so many years. But um, 
so when I see somebody wearing a mask, I really have to remind myself not to be angry with them, not to be upset with them because they're not, because they are wearing a mask. Um, like I said, it's America. If they want to wear a mask, wear a mask, you know? So that's what I'm learning. I'm a heart is broken that they're considering it. They're, uh, they're going to try to scare us all again. And it's like, really, what, how are you getting scared? Did you, did you not learn anything from all this? Learn people to get step up, be Americans and learn from the garbage that you're being told. So that's what I'm learning. All right. What I'm like writing. I'm trying to be, I have been, I was more consistent with my prayer journal every night, but then we've had some late nights. Like I went to the football game last night. We didn't get in until 11 o'clock at night and the softball games are starting later after they've had this incident with the girls going down. Uh, they've, they've been starting the softball games at eight o'clock at night. So, you know, that's about the time I start getting ready to go to bed and everything. And that's when I actually do a lot of my writing. But so on game nights, I'm not working on my prayer journal, but, uh, I have been more consistent with it, but I'm also working on a chapter of a book I'm writing. And at this point in this book, if I'm breaking down what women and when look for in the opposite sex, when choosing who to date and eventually may marry. And there's, of course, you know, there's always different aspects of it. For one thing, some of if you, when you're young, you think about it, you're not really, when you're real young, you're not looking for a spouse. You're looking for somebody to have fun with. You're sexually attracted to them and you're, you're testing waters in different areas. And so, um, but this, um, the book I'm trying to write is to help you get your mindset right in choosing who to date and why and, and how it affects the rest of your life. So that's what I'm working on. My quote of the day is if you wait for the perfect moment, when all is safe and assured, it may never arrive. Mountains will not be climbed, races won, or lasting happiness achieved. This is Maurice Chevalier. I think that's how you pronounce that. Yeah, I think that's what I looked up. And that's what it said. And <clears throat> I, I, I want to talk to you about this this uh, guy who said this here in a few minutes, but because it was a fascinating story. But let me repeat the repeat the quote before I start telling you about the man who said it. If you wait for the perfect mo moment when all is safe and assured, it may never arrive. Mountains will not be climbed, races won, or lasting happiness achieved. And that is true. You know, they're always telling you that if you want to uh, go someplace, you can't wait till all the lights are green on the street. You just have to do the stop and go and get there. You know, if you wait till all the lights are green, you're never going to get started. And that's kind of what this this particular thing is about. Just go do your best and keep going. OK, but Marie Chavier, what Chevalier was a French singer, actor and entertainer. And he lived from 1888 to 1972. Um, he contributed greatly to the musical, to the musical genre as, okay, let me rephrase that. He contributed greatly to the musical as a film genre in the 1930s. What I mean by that is, you know, you had, you have action movies, you have uh, horror movies and stuff like that. And he contributed to the musical as being a, a genre of movies. And, uh, when he was young, he was wounded and captured in World War One, and spent 26 months in the German uh, prisoner of war camp where he learned English from a from a fellow prisoner, which is going to play into his career when he came to America years later as a French actor 
and doing and doing movies. So uh, yeah, he was wounded and captured and. 26 months. Guys, that's a long time to be in a prison camp. I mean, for anything, honestly. And uh, so but he learned English. In World War II, he was a performer by then. And in one of the play things he did, he performed in a German prison camp in exchange for the release of several pr French prisoners, which I think that's pretty cool, too. The only thing is, because he did that, he was denounced as a collaborationist. I'm going, what the heck is a collaborationist? So I looked it up. And a collaboration is as he was, he was so he, he did this the uh, a performance to, in exchange to get pre, uh, French prisoners of war released. And somebody accused him of working with the Germans. He was collaborating with the Germans. Does that not sound, and, you know, and that's World War II, guys. So uh, even we can say now things are stupid and way out of whack and stuff like that. But you think this man did a good thing and was trying to have prisoners released and he was accused of collaborating with the enemy, but that his name was, his name was soon cleared up after that. So, yeah, but I thought that was interesting because, you know, if you think about when you talk about who is a French actor and even, even whomever, you know, when you talk about doing musicals, what kind of person do you envision when you look at a singer dancer Frenchman that does musicals? It's not a World War One prisoner of war or any a prisoner of war for anything. So uh, that's 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 one of the things that uh, that kind of struck me was that my scripture of the day is let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. James one four. And that, that, again, that's, uh, let me refer, let me repeat that one. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. And there's a reason I'm doing that because perseverance is one of the things I have to, I think we all have to, I think we all have to exercise perseverance in our lives. And that, and that's kind of what I, I want to kind of focus on today because my main subject is a perseverance thing. Um, I wanted to do some mowing. I, I, let me rephrase that. I hate to mow. I'm allergic to grass. It makes me very sick in a lot of ways. I've been, I've been having some asthma issues because I did uh, do all this the other day, but when either Kenzie or Tom mow, they don't pick up the garden hose. They just find out where it is and they mow around it. So uh, we had some grass. It was like, oh my gosh, it was way over my head. Okay. So and the hose garden hose had not been picked up since the beginning of the season and the hose and this is the hose that goes out to water the birds the my adult birds and i and i wanted to mow properly i wanted to get everything knocked down and and it really needed to be bush hog but i haven't i haven't gotten onto the tractor to do that yet but i spent literally an hour untangling the garden hose out of the grass and I was so tired and so frustrated and the sun's getting higher in the sky and it's getting hotter and hotter and and I really wanted to quit but at the same time Grant Cardone is in my ear telling me don't be quitting don't be a quitter you know it's kind of weird how that kind of worked out because he's saying you got to keep charging forward you got to do what you got to do and uh, and because I had Grant Cardone in my ear yelling at me, 
telling me not to quit. I didn't quit. I was, <laughs> I had to walk away once or twice and catch my breath and, and uh, force myself to get back at it. But I won. I persevered. I got that stupid garden hose out of the garden, out of the grass and got it rolled up. And, and uh, I've even done a video on that. That's going to be coming out in the next day or two. And I, I, I'm, I feel good about that. And that sounds really dumb. You go, why do you care? Why, why would I care that I persevered? Well, I've been struggling lately. And I think everybody does to a certain extent. You struggle with um, like, okay, let's say like with the pigs that were getting out over and over and over again. And, you know, and I had to persevere. I had to work with the, with the fencing and now they all stay in and I've won about that. But, you know, our place looks awful. We've got grass. I'm on 40 acres. We only, we don't own all 40 acres, but I'm on 40 acres that doesn't get mowed. It doesn't get bush hog and it's a fire hazard. And I have to admit every time the wind whips up and we go into a, a, a fire weather warning, I'm always worried that everything in my, on my property is going to get burned up. And if I don't learn how to take care of it and get it done, it probably will. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to lie. So I decided that if it's going to be done, it's got to be me. And I have to remind myself of that occasionally because I, that's the whole reason I started my YouTube channel. That's the whole reason I've done a whole bunch of stuff is because I know if something needs to be done, I'm the one that's going to have to do it. And, but sometimes it gets overwhelming. It gets really tiring. I'm 61. I'm not getting any younger. How in the heck am I going to take care of all this acreage by myself? Can I do it? How much longer can I do it? What am I going to do? When, what's going to happen when I can't do it anymore? You know, it's a kind of a discouraging thing. So um, I, if I had walked away from that garden hose as badly as I wanted to, it would have been a defeat, been one more defeat. And it would have been one more acquiescing and... Uh, just succumbing to the the what is going on with me and not conquering it. And even if I'm tired the next day or have trouble with asthma or anything like that because I'm allergic to this grassless stuff, it is what it is. Because if I want to have a nice place, I'm going to have to do it. And I, so I needed that victory over that flipping garden hose <laughs> I did need it. I needed, I needed to know that I could succeed at that at one point or another. And uh, even if I did, Matt Grant Cardone had to be yelling at me in my ear. And uh, that's why it was important to me. It was a, a you know, a miniature, my, it's minor victory, but it was an important victory for me. Um, my story of the day, it kind of fits along the same line too. Kenzie, when she hurt her knee a couple weeks ago, has been hard on her. Now she's a tough, tough girl. When I watch her on the basketball court, she's only, she's five foot one and a half, I think, something like that, about 99 pounds. And so she gets, she's fast as heck. She's a fast girl and uh, just really talented, but she is little and she gets knocked around the basketball floor. But, and she, when she hurt her knee several weeks ago, she kind of shook it off and didn't do anything with it. And of course she wasn't doing any, after, after that basketball camp, she wasn't doing anything 
to uh, deal with that need. So it basically kind of healed until she started running bases on softball. And after the first game, she's hurt her knee. She's got, and so we've discovered that, <clears throat> that her kneecap is set a little bit high and it's making that patella tendon more uh, susceptible when she lands on it. And of course, now she's wearing knee pads and stuff like that. <clears throat> but she's been on crutches. She's been taped. She's been wearing a brace and she's doing different things. And uh, it's been hard on her confidence. So after the physical therapy, that helped. But she had babied it for a few days long enough that she couldn't even really straighten the knee that well. And uh, so she's had to work on flexibility on the knee. And now she's having to work on regaining confidence in that knee. Uh, the coaches are watching her and the coaches love her as well as, and it is a struggle. You, when you've got somebody in your midst that's so talented and so fast and so willing, that's hurt. You want them to be better. You need them back out on the, on the court. You need them back out on the field, you know, stuff like that, but you don't want to hurt them more, you know? So the coaches have been watching that. We, she got cleared to do kind of light duty and, and uh, could, do some catching and stuff and the, and the coaches have been watching her and finally one of the coaches the other day had said hey we know you're still hurting some but we're watching you and we think that you're scared and you're scared to put weight on it and she goes uh yeah i am she goes i'm fast that's my skill i'm very fast if i hurt my knee more i won't be fast again and yes i'm scared so uh so we're working with her and getting her confidence back as in her knee and in herself and everything like that too. So that that's kind of my story with her, you know, while I'm trying to gain confidence and, 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 uh, working on trying to out here on the property and doing things. We're also trying to instill confidence in Kenzie so that she can think it might be sore for a while, but it's going to get better and she'll be fine. So, yeah, that's my story of the day for that. Um, my question of the day is when have you needed perseverance to conquer something in your life? You know, whether it's physical, emotional, or whatever it is, I would like to hear from you on when you needed a perseverance to get you something, you know, whether it was a death in a family or if it was a physical uh, injury or something psychological where you've been having trouble with depression or anxiety or something like that. I'd love to hear about it. Email me at Thesia Ellis at gmail.com. And that's, it looks like the CIA, T H E C I A Ellis, E L L I S at gmail.com. And uh, so, because I'd like to hear some of your stories and what's, here's what's going with you. All right, my income producing activity of the day is Podmatch. Podmatch is a, um, <clears throat> a company that I'm dealing with for these, these podcasts. And uh, I've actually done a couple of interviews. What it is, is it kind of matches you up to different people to do uh, interviews with them. It, so I think about three each time they, they try to match you up with somebody else who has a podcast. And then you try to connect to see if you can be on each other on, on each other's podcast and interview each other's stuff. I'm not interviewing people yet, um, but I have been on a couple others interviews and it's, it's been fun and uh, i think i need they set up something else i need to get a little bit of confidence in too is is to do uh uh some 
talk to people and, and uh, have them on my show, I guess. That would be kind of interesting, wouldn't it? I'll have to think about it. I need to get some confidence on it. But podmatch.com, if you have a, a, a podcast and uh, it's cool. Okay, okay. Let me back up on this one a little bit too. Even if you don't have a podcast, I would consider doing one. You have stories. You've had a wonderful life. I mean, if not a wonderful life, you've had a fascinating life. I don't care what's happened. You've you've had interesting things happen. And having a podcast is a really cool way of telling your story. And even if nobody's listening at first, there are always a few people that will listen. But it is there. And people can look back on your story years down the road and hear hear your story. And so podmatch.com is a is a there's an affiliate link below where you can go to it and if you and you can go through there. It won't cost you anything more. Um, then that podmatch is just for hooking you up with other people. But I would consider doing a, a, a podcast. I've enjoyed it. I'm enjoy I enjoy doing the research like with the, the different people. Um from my quotes of the day, I enjoy looking up the scripture to try to fit it into whatever it is I'm doing. I'm just enjoying the whole thing. But um, that's pretty much all I got for you. Uh, I would appreciate it if you would give me a review and so I can be found. And because, uh, you know, if you're going to put the effort into something, you'd like for people to be able to, be able to hear it. Um, one of the things uh, I've been more available on let me let me rephrase that a little bit too okay so i can be found at grandma's homestead.farm that's my uh website i i post a an update farm update every week i'm in getting better about posting some recipes and so that's what the, on that and there's some other things i'm going to start putting on too in the future um my main home my main youtube channel is grandma's homestead and uh, i've been posting on that for years Farm Animal Life is a YouTube channel. I'm on Instagram and Facebook, MeWe, Twitter, and Rumble. But on TikTok, I've also been putting, you know, I was talking about doing quotes and stuff. I don't go into whoever said it or anything about their background, but I either do a quote of the day or a scripture of the day. And I've been posting that on TikTok along with something that's happened. Like I think that one of my most recent other ones I had done was uh, my ducks in the evening playing in the water and enjoying their evening bath, basically. So I do farm stuff and I do the quotes and I do scripture. All right, guys, that's all I got for you today. I really would like to start hearing from some of you and knowing whether, uh, uh, what some of your stories are, what you've been overcoming in one form or another. And uh, guys, this is all we got in life. When and I pray that you are living your life the the way that you wanted to and have not worked toward it because this is it. That's all we got. God bless, guys. I'll see you next time.